Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're doing well. Okay, before we get started, I wanted to talk about a certain Kickstarter that's out there that is done by a gent named Courtney. It's called On Downtime and Demensis. Now, this thing, this thing funded in an insane amount of time, and I can see why. It's a really good book. And there's really small, small um, buy-in levels. But the book is like, it takes care of down, it shows you what to do with downtime for characters. Like, you know, you've always been in the position of between, like, going into the dungeon and stuff. Okay, you're in town. What do you want to do? Well, I want to go to my temple. Well, I want to go buy this. I want to go this, that, and the other thing. Well, this book gives you suggestions of what they could do while they're in town and maybe even get into trouble while they're in town. It's a really nice book, and it's really well written by Courtney. And the pledge levels are reasonable, as I said. So why don't you go check it out on on Kickstarter. That's Just type in Courtney or Downtime and Demenses. D-E-M-E-N-S-E-S. Check it out. Okay, and now we move on to a voicemail by John Allen Large of the Red Dice Diaries. Go ahead, John. Hi, Glenn. It's John here from the Red Dice Diaries. Just been listening to your episode talking about initiative. Apologies for the traffic noise in the background and to wait for my bus to work in the morning. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much with you on that one, dude. I tend to just go for either like the D6 or the D10 roll. I allow people to carry out their, their move, melee, range, spells, whatever, and then I move on to the next person. I find it far easier for me to manage rather than jumping around, doing different phases. And to be honest, it, even when I was actually into a, a little bit of wargaming, I've never been a massive fan of the phases where you have to remember like not only what person's turn it is, what phase you're into, and all of that extra stuff. I find it far simpler and flows far better in my opinion to just have a person do all of that stuff then move on to the next person anyway really enjoying the episodes dude take care catch you soon thank you very much john that was pretty good yes i i'm i'm totally in favor of the d6 d12 or by decks or whatever because to me it impedes it like i said before it impedes the flow of the encounter or whatever they're doing and you know when you're not in an encounter you're not in that that situation and just the whole thing of okay there's movement that that is like one of the first things that was left over from wargaming that i threw out because it just i i explained it in the episode and you know if you're gonna if the players are going to have a little more freeform like i said where i roll and i just name people name you know you go you go you go or de- decks, or even fifth edition, where you roll your initiative for the entire encounter, that's okay too because you can still plan. the The players, the characters, can still plan. They can, if they get if they get a higher initiative than the other guy, and you're know, waiting for the other guy to move, say, okay, I'm going to delay until he moves. There's no nothing wrong with that, really. You know, you can move and attack, you can attack and move, whatever, however it sets up. But, 
Yeah, it's just the 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 phase thing. No, I can't do that anymore. Even though I'm in a game with it. So thank you, thank you very much, John. Just I wanted to elaborate a little on that. So. Okay, today I want to talk about entertainment, because that's what a game is, is entertainment, isn't it? Now, uh, I risk beating a dead horse, but I wanted to talk about everybody having fun at the table, which is the important part. What I want to say is it's entertainment, but whose entertainment? I think we know whose entertainment it is. It's everyone's, but people, some people forget that. Game masters forget that. Players forget that. It's all about their character or it's all about the game master's game. Now, I'm not saying they're railroading anybody or anything like that, but, and I'm thinking this through as I talk, so if it's going to sound a little discombobulated, that's probably why. So, <laughs> so the game masters are funny about that because. If something doesn't get played and it's their thing, they some people some of them get in a bit of a snit over it. Okay, you guys didn't go over here, the place I spent like two weeks planning out. Who cares? Save it. You, you don't understand that when players are on an adventure, the spotlight moves. I'm not talking about the spotlight of each character, but the spotlight of the group moves through the area, through the land, and that's what's featured where they are. Not this northern land over here you spend a lot of time planning that they decided not to go to. They may go to it eventually. I wouldn't worry about it. Whatever you create, see, whatever you create, you've created. See if this makes sense here. You've created it. It didn't get used. It's okay. Do you know how many writers and artists have a slush pile of stuff that, for one reason or another, didn't get used? I believe uh, Stephen King has probably an enormous slush pile of ideas or things he's written that he hasn't used. Artists, I've got tons of, i got a lot of artwork that never seen the light of day because I didn't like it. Whatever it was fell through. Things like that. That happens it happens, and it happens to game masters, too. Make a complete world. I mean, who knows? Somebody may publish it, and then they'll see the light of day. Who knows? Ed Greenwood did. He was creating the Forgotten Realms even before he knew about D&D. So he has drawers and drawers and file cabinets filled with Forgotten Realms stuff. And some of it, most of it is probably in the books, in the whatever edition books they published in the novels, there may, there's probably a good portion. There's thank you. There's probably a good portion that never saw the light of day. So, just the fact that you created it, and if you and if you know when you die, people will find it and go, "Oh wow, look, here's some new stuff." I mean, that's kind of more, but I know. But you've got to understand that you create it for the group, and the group is the one that's the entertainment's for. I mean, it's just like being an actor, an entertainer. You're entertaining for the people. You're not entertaining for yourself. If you're entertaining for yourself, you can stay home. You can look and do it in front of a mirror. Do it with, for your spouse, your mother, or something like that. You know, but these people go out and put their butts on the line, and they do the entertainment. And there's things that don't get done. You've got to remember, in life, there's things that don't get done. Or they get done that nobody knows about. 
that's just the way the world that's the way it is and this is one of it entertaining entertainment is not just for one person in entertainment and role-playing is not just for one person it's for usually a group of people I don't game master to show people how clever I am. <laughs> I've got acting for that. No, I no, I don't do that either because I just love acting. But I love to do it. I do it for the love of it and the love of the game when I'm at the table, especially when I'm at the table. I got some, oh boy, when they see this, they don't run into it. Oh, well, let's, where are you going? Okay, this way. Well, let's see what's going on this way. And, you know, then I start ad-libbing and things like that. And I may find a spot for whatever the heck I was working on in there, but I'm not, I'm not going to sweat bullets over it because I'm being entertained while they're being entertained. If you get, you know what I mean? So the entertainment is not just for you. It's for everybody. And you've got to start thinking like that. You've got to, it, you've got to, it's like walking into an interview, walk into an interview that you can walk away from. If you're in negotiation with somebody, pretend like you can take it or leave it then you'll get a better deal. And you may get what you want. But always have in the back of your mind, this stuff isn't going to get used. This stuff may not get used. This stuff, they may zig when they're when you want them to zag. And it's not wasted. Believe me, it's not wasted. You've got notes. You've got all this other stuff. It's not wasted. Rejigger it. Re, rework it or something. So that's my little talk in entertainment. I got to go start my day. So, okay. If you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail and anchor. We are funded now. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I will thank you. And thank you again to Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, and Daniel for supporting this program. You guys are great. And don't forget about Mark C. Wallring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.